what did ah oh my head ah what did i wish for i wish for everyone to tune in to the Dweebros podcast yeah with a great mood a great attitude positivity positivity no negative comments Mm-mm. negative comments scattered like dust in the wind right on that snap they all got deleted and jacob yeah. too apparently yeah, he was uh, <laughs> unfortunately part. You know, he was the sacrifice. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you for joining. After I wished you to be here, uh, I am Thanos. I'm sorry. I am Dweebo, your host, joined by Travis. What's up? How's it going? We did. We usually do have a third person here, Jacob. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know. I found this More. year it's been tough to get. It's like when you've got a group of friends you play games with online, but when it's you go through that period where it's hard to get all three on this on you know to play Destiny yeah. all one time. So we're right struggling now, this year. Yeah, we're but it's been okay. It's been some variety. We've had some wild cards. We've had some different yeah. people show up. So where one falls, one steps in, except for this week. Except for this week, <laughs> <laughs> no one. Steps but in. we're gonna try to find a way to go back and find Jacob. Yes, yes. Perhaps we will. Maybe avenge him. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, so welcome. Uh, this is Dweebo's podcast. We talk about games, TV shows, movies, anything crazy going on in the internet and in the world. So. We are at our 28th episode. Are we at 28? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh my god! We're about to turn 30. <laughs> wow. I, that it was just yesterday we, we had the ability to drink. And now we're yeah. here about to... What I do you do at 30? I, I can't don't believe we're at 28. 30, you're able to have kids. 28, I feel like kids. if you're just throwing out episodes, like whatever, like here's an episode a week or an episode of a few days, 28's not that impressive. We do these once a month. Yeah. So One time a month. month. So that means for 28 straight months, we have found a way to do this yeah. thing. I think I missed one. You haven't missed any. Can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. I'm the operator. If if Zach wasn't here, we would just we would just <laughs> fall and <laughs> lose our minds and not know what to do. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so thank you for joining us yeah. again. And we want to talk about some stuff on the channel. So yeah. we did uh, a hangout. It's been hard, again, to do even Hangouts. It's been yeah. pretty crazy between Dweeb's episode and stuff, which we'll talk about. But Hunt and Seek. We did a Hangout on that. Hunt and Sneak. <laughs> I put it wrong in the friggin' thing. I don't. I didn't deserve this. We didn't <laughs> deserve it. Tell the people what is Hunt and Sneak. <laughs> what Hunt and Sneak is. is something we, don't, we shouldn't have ever had the opportunity to do. But we had uh, the developers of Hunt and Sneak... It's a game on Steam. A game on Steam. You can check it out. Uh, they reached out they, to us. They reached out to, yeah. to to me. They emailed me. They said, hey, here is, here's a Steam code. If you want, like, would you want to make a video for this? Whatever. I said, this will be awesome for Hangouts. Yeah. So we had a great time. Me, Travis, and Kenny uh, played Hangouts. You can check that up. I'll put that up here uh, on the video. And had a great time. We had a and, great time. And the developer joined in. How yeah. nice of him. And I messed up his name. And I think he was very nice because uh, we somebody else in the chat was like, um, uh, our good buddy AOI jumped in. So yeah. it's actually, what do you, why is the title like that? And I had had the title wrong and everything. Yeah, you put it as Hunt and Seek. Hunt and Seek. <laughs> and the game's called and Hunt and And the guy and just said, ha ha, whoops, the developer. <laughs> 
So I think he was being nice, maybe, and like, these idiots have not... But now in our show notes today, you once again have called it the wrong thing. (laughs) And I think you told me it was hunt and seek, or I thought it was hide and seek, because (laughs) we were supposed to do this video for this game, and he's like, yeah, it's hunt and seek or whatever. And so I looked it up, and it pulled up hide and seek, and I was reading on this game called hide and seek on Steam. They had like 5 out of 10 reviews, and all these people saying it was like malware, and I was like, Zach, I don't know if we want to play this. And he's like, no, it's not that. It's this other thing. So Hunt and Sneak, fun game. It's on Steam. Uh, check out the video of us playing it. It's yeah. couch co-op, uh, really cool kind of cartoon animals and uh, monster that chases stealth base. So yeah. I had fun with that one. That yeah. was a fun video. Yeah. And a uh, big thank you to Pixel Engineers. I might even be messing that up, but I think it's Pixel Engineers <laughs> yeah. is the developer. Uh, if not, I'll, put, I'll correct it and I'll put like a clown a clown mask on my face because that's what I look like. <laughs> I uh, think you got up it. the name. I think you got but, it. But uh, big thank you to them. Uh, next up, Backlog Bros episode two. Yeah. So we did a second episode of Backlog Bros. Came out a couple weeks ago. Um, that's a show where me and Jacob get together. We spin a wheel with a bunch of random games from our backlog and we let that help us figure out how to whittle it down. Uh, so he played Hotline Miami. I played Alien Isolation. So I had a horror game going on. He had kind of a fun indie shooter. Um, if you're interested in either of those two games or just that show in general, I highly encourage you to check that out. We have another episode of that we're producing here in the next couple of weeks that will be up on the channel. So uh, lots of uh, great older game content for you cool. coming. They're on the quest to clear their backlog. Yeah, yeah, well, we've done two. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, on your way. 180 to go or whatever. So, uh, yeah. And then finally, we had uh, the big enchilada. We had our Dweebs episode two. Yeah. Oliver come out. Yeah. So, uh, this is two of five. There's going to be a total of five episodes of Dweebs, which, uh, if you didn't tune in last week or haven't seen anything, I encourage you to watch episode one and episode two. It is a show, a variety show, celebrating games through story, game discussions, and possibly some music covers of yeah. games yeah. Uh, thrown in there as well. But uh, episode two takes a different kind of uh, approach than episode one. Yeah. It still has that kind of variety show feel, but episode one... And I, I replied to a comment somebody uh, said, uh, wow, this is very depressing. Uh, episode one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like, I get it. Like, that's kind of what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Episode one had a very melancholy. I knew all that Ocarina of Time stuff was coming. I knew I wanted to make it melancholy uh, with that character and what was going on yeah. in this story in that episode. But episode two, Oliver, is kind of goofy. It's, it's kinda, goofy. It's more fun. It's more wacky. It still uh, has a darker side to it. Yeah. yeah has a, uh, I can't get away with too much, you know, too yeah. much happiness going on. I love the bumpers. I love the ASMR, or AMS, how do you yeah. say, ASMR games, yeah. gaming. Uh, not to give too much away, but there's a really fun skit with that. Well, uh, you know what? If you've seen it, we're going to spoil it. Like, yeah. I, I, I'll put the link. And maybe us talking about it will make you want to watch it. Yeah. You know? So, so uh, we'll I, just, I thought that on. was the funniest. Uh, freaking skit where you're playing a character that's like playing Cuphead and is trying to be all calm. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, frick. Yeah. Frick. <laughs> that, that came up with, I think we were even, we were bouncing ideals because we knew we needed stuff to fill time. So episode one, I had to cut down. Like yeah. there was so much discussion stuff and story. Like I, I'm trying to fit them each to 30 minutes. That's the only kind of rule I'm giving myself um when i'm editing these but episode two kind of needed more stuff to fill it out yeah the discussion the story we needed more content so i knew that was something we threw out there and i was like okay so i was alone one day uh working on stuff or i was editing i was like okay we need more more thing 
let's try this out. And I had a great time. Uh, for some reason, it was making me laugh having that hat on and keeping it barely on my head. Yeah. And, and it made me laugh because I was like, you can't see the hat. And I was like, oh, that's good. When I lean in, you'll see how big this hat is, like <laughs> that I barely have this hat on. So that's Paul. Uh, that, that, yeah, that there. was a great skit. I also love you found the greatest news clip ever. I really lucked out. Yeah, the greatest news clip ever. Uh, if you haven't watched the episode, uh, someone is stabbed <laughs> with a sword. Yeah. Uh, maybe influenced by Zelda. Maybe uh, I was by looking Link for. I was literally. Uh, I was trying to. I was googling because. The bumpers in this one actually have more kind of a meaning to it. Like, in the, the, you'll see kind of like Oliver is kind of this very critical guy. So I wanted to find, like, let's just make fun of just when games just, as as much as we celebrate them, let's find where they just fall on their flat on their face. Yeah. And that was, in my head, the Skyward Sword yep. demo. I remember that that game to me the E3 always demo. had issues with Wii, like the motion control. And man, it had mm-hmm. issues from the start on yeah. stage. That thing had issues, and that just was awkward. I remember, and I was like, "I'll pull that up. That's going in there, and I'll figure it out in a bumper." Yeah. And then where it ends is one of my like goosebumps all over favorite moments of all time on E3 or any presentation: the Twilight Princess reveal. Yeah, I I don't even have a strong connection to that game, but I got kind of goosebumps. Oh yeah, watching it's incredible. That yeah, just uh, the reaction of the crowd yeah. and how pumped everybody got about. And that at game. first, that was always going to be, and then the original thing. But as I was trying to find, I don't know what I was trying to find with Zelda stuff. I wanted some Zelda content in there or like somebody in a costume i don't know i was gonna find some real guy and like cut to this lame thing or something yeah uh and that came up and i watched it and i was like oh god this uh, changes everything yeah, like, yeah. i was like this is going in there this is gonna change the whole yeah uh thing but i'm very i just happy I love it. this man got stabbed by a real <laughs> sword and the news is covering it and it was like a <laughs> i also lucked out when i was going through the footage and stuff for Breath of the Wild and all that stuff, and I found that footage of yeah. that perfectly went with the story. And I, uh, yeah. I was just, I was over the moon, like, yeah. with that stuff. So that was fun. What um, was some of the thought behind Oliver's character? So Oliver's character, and we've kind of talked about it before on the our podcast and stuff. Like this whole channel is celebrating games, and the w- number one thing that I made fun of on my Twitter is like these top fifteen things that are wrong with Star Wars or yeah. this or. Ukulele. Here, here's ten reasons why ukulele sucks. Yeah, or just and, in general, uh, all of those channels that are just like you look at all the thumbnails, like why this sucks, why, why this, this sucks, why this failed, why this is dead, why this mm-hmm. died, this is dying. There are, I mean, why, if you spend why, any time on YouTube, you see that yeah. stuff, and, and it gets clicks because people want to fight in the comments, and it, people it, want to fight in the comments. People are attracted to the idea of something fail. It's like yeah. fun almost, like yeah. to a lot of people. Or yeah, I have told my friend this movie sucks and they shouldn't enjoy it, and then it's like, why? Like, yeah. why spend the time? Uh, we're definitely critical. Yeah. On, uh, oh yeah. But, but like, we're trying to celebrate. Like, we legitimately like yeah, like games, and if. There's stuff that Jacob likes, like that we don't like. We don't waste stuff. time like tearing it down. Yeah, we don't right? tear them down. And we've and even doesn't... changed our minds on things. I think for a long time we all ragged on Destiny, and then I got into it, and we talked about yeah. it on the podcast about the good parts yeah. and the bad parts about it. So yeah, we crap on Destiny all the time, and we yeah. play it a lot. <laughs> yeah, so it's one of those things where that that is it seems like that was a big reaction point. Oh yeah, part of what Oliver's you wanted character. To focus on. Uh, another slight thing on Oliver's name was uh, he was supposed to be British. Yes. <laughs> We find there was we were finding a lot of those people doing the negative thing. This isn't all. There's 
uh, yeah. all nationalities. There's a lot of British, British accents on YouTube criticizing things. There's oh, a lot hello of it. today, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, top 15 <laughs> reasons this sucks. So yeah. we were going to have Jacob do that, but when it came time the day of filming, Travis, uh, you said it, or I was like, I warned you. It? I said, I don't think I've ever heard him do so a British accent. So we got with the camera, and I said, well, we were working out like the first time, and he said, I don't know. I can do a British <laughs> This is how we cast people before we actually know what. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we I had him try it out, and it was not good. Nope. We, I we saved you from it. So we kept the name, though, and just had him do an American accent. Still funny. Yep. Still works. But, yeah, his, his was a reaction to just, let's just, you know what, these people deserve to be called out, or this type of character on YouTube. Yeah. So that's what Oliver is, is that. Yeah. But you get to see, maybe he wasn't always like that yeah i love that the way that you start to look into that of he's very critical yeah then what did his older content maybe look like or how did it used to be and what caused that change and i know for me it's something i've struggled with where even having a channel where and we don't we're not super critical of things but there has been times where it's like i only play the best of the best because we're playing stuff for our podcast we're trying to figure out things for game of the year and i lose my barometer on like what's good and what's bad yeah and i sometimes feel like man i almost need to play something that's complete but you know what i mean because if all i'm playing is nine out of ten ten out of ten games for our channel and for talking about stuff you lose your barometer of what's good and you start criticizing things that are there's nothing wrong with them there's actually not anything wrong with it it's just you just expect it to be something mm-hmm. miraculous because you're bored with the hobby. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and that's why I even show like him because think about the people that make those videos. They're like top yeah. ten reason this sucks. And you if you go to those people channel, a lot of that is negative. Like this actually is bad, or what could have been improved with this and. They have to be taking notes to make those videos. Yeah. Not that the videos are not well so produced. So then any content they engage with is centered around the acquisition yeah. of those types of And that's notes. what I tried to show is these, yeah. like this, like his character was I actually I love fun that, that scene game. where he's having the fun, having fun and then he looks down at the notepad and it's like, ah, well, I got to yeah. write a few things I down. I know. I have to say some bad yeah. things. So, I thought you captured that really well. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I, and then also the, the song in this yeah yeah so we close this song or this episode closes out um basically in the pre-production phase uh we just had conversation about music and video games Mm -hmm. that we like and so some of it was songs i liked some of it was songs zach liked but some of it was songs that were put on to me by other people Mm -hmm. and so um in the in the video dweebs episode two at the end we do a cover of an old game from or an old song from a game called tetris effect if you want to look it up the just look up Tetris Effect Forest Stage is the name of the song is Forest Stage, and the it's guy Tetris Attack, Tetris Attack, right? Yeah, you said Tetris Effect. Oh, Tetris, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tetris Attack. Um, yeah, exactly. And then it's Forest Stage, and so the guy playing bass in, in the video, his name's Greg. He's been on a hangout with us before. Um, me and Greg were in a band a couple years ago, and so when we were in a band, he would always talk about this game Tetris Attack and how it had this awesome song with this great bass line. So we started learning that drum, basic drum pattern and him playing that bass just for fun. We yeah. would warm up to it. And then when we started talking about doing a song, I was like, hey, this is one from totally out of left field. It's not from Zelda or anything. It's just from this weird, obscure NES game. But what do you think about this? And I played it for me. And Zach immediately was like, oh, I will use that for this episode. Yeah. And so that was how it wound up there in, in this episode. And so... 
we got together a few guys, uh, we recorded, you know, a demo and then we went out in the woods and kind of made a day of it yeah. and, uh, filmed in the woods. Uh, really interesting the way you film that because also, yeah. if you want, when you watch the video, it flips between regular digital photography and then like weird vintage. And he actually, Zach actually took two cameras and was filming like one yeah. at a time and mixing them together. And so... Uh, that was a lot of fun to make that music video. I really love that song, and I, yeah. I feel like we had fun with it. We covered the song, but we did a little bit of a different spin at certain parts, and so that was a lot of fun to work on for sure. It was that, that was one day. of my favorite covers that we put together because it was a, a weird, obscure song. You know, some of the other songs we'll get to, which I won't tell you now. But obviously, Ocarina of Time in the first one, mm -hmm. they're very well-known songs, so you struggle with how do we deviate. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the way the song was and still have fun with it. Yeah. And this was one where it's like, nobody knows this song. So we <laughs> yeah. can actually kind of do whatever yeah. we want and it won't matter. Yeah. It, um, sound, it sounded great. You guys yeah. did an awesome job. Yeah. Travis did a great job with all the music and stuff and all those guys playing yeah. as well. Oh, but, uh, additional shout out. A lot of the music in episode two during the discussions and stuff, mm -hmm. kind of the hip hop beats. Yes. Those are actually from Greg, the guy I talked about earlier, from his actual EP he released this year yeah. on SoundCloud. So if you're interested in some of that music, uh, Greg uh, has a SoundCloud. It's called Hummus. I think it's just H-U-M-U-S. And the five or six tracks from that EP make up a lot of the I'll discussion of music. It, yeah. So give that, a, give that a look on SoundCloud if you're interested in that. Uh, he yeah, did that a great awesome. job. Greg actually had a big imprint on the music of this episode yeah. between recommending the one song and then making a lot of the other yeah. music. So. He said he was making this. He was like, yeah, I'll send it over and you can use it if you want. And I said, yeah, give me the download. When, it, when yeah. I got to listen to it on SoundCloud, I was like, yeah, give me that. I'll yep. have that all in there. So, yeah, shout out to that. Just really talented people yeah. worked on this. but. Fun day, and then I had fun making it going back between those things. I did a, if you know The Room, the movie The Room, uh, <laughs> Tommy was so famously uh, took a regular film camera and an HD digital camera yep. and on the same rig, and people were like, just use the film camera, and then you can do whatever you want. Like, just do the one. Uh, no, this is, I'm making a movie. Yep. Like, it just said stuff like that. So I basically had to do that. I had to do the Tommy was so. I had one thing, and I attached the old camera on the new camera, so... <laughs> That's how we were able to get that effect because what was really cool and worked out even – it worked out in my head while I was like in pre-production stuff was, okay, we're talking about game graphics. Okay, let's jump between this like yeah. crappy old, you yeah. know, these old SD, what I used to film on, yeah. to this new. But uh, very fun. I'm very happy how all that stuff turned out. So yeah. I really love that episode. It was yeah. great. It turned out so, great. So check that out. Uh, yeah, how about games themselves? What, yeah. did, what, what have we played? I think I know one game we both have played a lot of, so let's dive right into that. Yeah. Um, Sekiro. Yes. So you've beaten it. Yeah. I have all but beaten it. I am... <laughs> you are at the end. I am uh, at the end. Banging your controller. Against, yeah. Uh, so let's just have a little talk about Sekiro. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So Sekiro, um, very in the Soulsborne type deal, very much faster. The reason I yeah. know that, not only just playing it, I went back, and I'm actually playing Dark Souls 3, which I'll get to barely in a second, but uh, very much slower. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's kind of a uh, whiplash going from so fast, yep. and Sekiro is up there for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, it is so fast. I love the blocking. I love the focus on kind of the posture and kind of balancing that with your health and all that stuff. Uh, it's up there for me. I'm going to sit on it a little while, but my yep. first reaction is one of my favorites of the whole 
They did they, they did a bold thing with that game in that they really mixed up their formula a lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot, and uh, they delivered on it. They really did. Uh, we talked on the last podcast about how it's got stealth elements and it's fast and you yeah. can jump and there's this traversal and and I mean I still stand by all that stuff. I think that the game when we first saw it revealed, I was kind of wondering like, okay, but is it going to have that classic from software? Like, are there layers to this cake? You know what I mean? Like, are there really different areas? Are there big surprise moments? Yeah. Are there is every boss going to be just a big guy with a sword? Um, and they really did take it all the way. Yeah. There's lots of different environments, lots of different bosses. Um, there's a big, like, giant dragon boss that's almost like a puzzle boss where you have to, like, jump up on these trees and you, like, absorb lightning and shoot it yeah. at it. You know, like a big set piece yeah. kind of boss um, that kind of remind me almost of, like, a Demon Souls where it was more like a puzzle than it was yeah. really a fight. Um, and I really love the game. I really do. I love that world, the atmosphere. I think it's the smoothest game in the series and of, of their games, their later games, in terms of just navigating the world and knowing where to go. Yeah. Even the couple times I got snagged, I like I knew what I kind of needed to do. It was just like figuring out exactly what it was. Whereas I think in most of their other games, there have been times where I straight up have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so, I think I only looked up one time if that. I don't know if I did. Yeah. I think I did figure out like, okay, I went this far. I have to go here. Yeah. I, I For the context of this game, it was fine having one weapon. I was nervous about having one weapon the whole time. I was nervous about not having armor and all the stats. It, you actually do end up having stats. It's just very streamlined. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very simple. I, I was curious. I wanted to ask you, do you, would you call this an RPG still? An action it's a, RPG? It's a, it's a light. RPG light. light. RPG. It's an RPG light because uh, uh, I, I've seen people play through it without having to do that skill tree stuff and... I didn't. I felt like it added to it. You could get little bonuses, but I actually didn't even use the special moves that I got. Kind yeah. of. I just kind of. I kind of. I kind of struggled just because uh, it has a pretty in-depth skill tree. Yeah. It's a little more like a Metroidvania maybe than mm. it is an RPG. But I did kind of wonder. I was like, how different is mm. this than something outside? If you take out quests and like not talking to people, like The Witcher, they're def- very different games. But like The Witcher, the way that you progress your character outside of inventory is pretty similar to this of just you have a skill tree yeah. and you can emphasize different things. So I know a lot of people are like, this one's not an RPG. And I was like, I don't think it's an RPG, but it has some still RPG elements. I mean, it still has the similar, you get like your health raised and attack, yeah. like, you know, the other Souls games, but it's more like you're finding, you're beating boss and you get something. That yeah. That. yeah. Uh, yeah, but very streamlined, really very it. good. Uh, the final boss is hell on earth, and I have had a really hard time beating him. I haven't gotten to really spend a long, long, long time on it. I spent like four hours on it one day, and then it's been little pockets of time since yeah. then. So um, I can't offer any thoughts really on the very end of the game, but we don't really typically do that on here anyway. Yeah, But, but yeah, it's, it's a great game, man. I, I think it's got to be... I think Dark Souls 2 is my favorite. And then it's probably Dark Souls 1 and Demon Souls right after that. Mm-hmm. And then it's Bloodborne underneath those. And I think this sits very comfortably with the Demon Souls, Dark Souls. And if I had to rank them, it would probably be Demon Souls, Sekiro, Dark Souls. So nice. it's it's 2A or 2B. 2B or not to be. <laughs> yeah. And 
all those games I just said I consider to be basically 10 out of 10 great games. Yeah. So. I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. did a good job with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, on that same front, I've played a little bit of Dark Souls 3. So it's more about like me coming from Sekiro to that. So I, I've, I've got back in the swing of things. You just walk around with your shield up, usually. See, before these, I think like, we play uh, them quite differently. Well, what I've run into, what I hate, and I actually have, have had happen to me already with Dark Souls 3, is the haunted house effect where stuff will just jump out at yeah. you. And that's why I do that. Yeah. Once I know enemy placement, There's maybe I'll do it. not as much of that in Sekiro. Oh, yeah, not, not much at all. You... And if there is, you just uh, <laughs> do you find yourself missing that grappling hook yep. to get out of places? Yep, because uh, right now I'm just sprinting away, and and then you watch your stamina meter to go now. It's like, oh crap! Yep, forgot about that too. But uh, yeah, no I'll have stamina. more to say on that later. It it looks nice, and I, I'm not too far into you know say much, but I am already um, smashing my controller on my leg, so it's a good sign. That stuff's, <laughs> stuff's fun. It's like it was so early, and I was like, why is it still happening? Why am I still mad at these? But yeah. Uh, It'll Two hand that weapon, man. Spank that. That's what baby. that's what I've been doing with this one, but uh, I'm more confident. Yeah, playing it, but yeah. And then I've been playing The Witness. So I might have even said this on the podcast that this game sucks. Yeah, you were not a fan of I'm this game fan, two years this is ago not on episode me. eight. <laughs> you were uh, not I, a fan. I badmouthed this game. I said it's line puzzles. Wow, that's wow, that's real cool. I, I believe Jonathan. your exact words, why would I spend $40 on a phone game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was literally what you said. Okay. Well, guess what? Jonathan Blow, I made one mistake in my life, and that was... You blew saying, it. Saying, that's the only thing I've ever done wrong, which was say that this game was not great. I have went back, now that I have played the Souls games, uh, now that we're on the subject of it, but... That made me appreciate the challenge. I already kind of liked stuff like that with skate. You kind of have to learn to get better. You're getting, gaining the skills to get better, better, and then when you do it, it's like oh, that mm-hmm. rewarding feeling. So now I like that extreme challenge yeah. to get that rewarding feeling. That's what the witness is. Uh, it is a Metroidvania in some sense. Uh, instead of items. getting items, you get knowledge and brain power. It's literally you start out like. There was places I'd run into where I couldn't do the puzzle. Yeah. It was too hard. So I went, I don't know how to do that yet. Yeah. I just have to walk away. So I'd walk away, find a new type of puzzle. Okay, I'm learning that. And they, uh-huh. and they do a good job kind of teaching you. And then as you go on, you're like, ah, you get to you start to get like confident. Yeah. And then you find combinations of the different gimmicks with the puzzles. And you're like, oh, shoot. And you have to see how those play together. Uh, so I've had a fantastic time. I'm, I'm probably... At the very end game, I'm very like. Right I think this is a game I'm going to play this year. I've been wanting to play it. Are you playing with the controller? I'm playing mouse and keyboard. Mouse and keyboard. Uh, but definitely recommended for people that like that. That's the, you know like the challenge to get that rewarding feeling. Um, and don't be surprised. Like I would spend 35 minutes something on a puzzle. And that's another thing. Uh, people do say, hey. And I have done this, like, if you get stuck, walk away. So I yeah. was doing that. But then you get to a point where you got to face your demons. Yeah. And you have to go for it. And here's the thing. I, uh, because some people are under the impression or under the thought process of never look anything up. And I was that way until there is a, there is a meter 
that I think people forget about, or at least that I have, and that is frustration over fun. And if I am hanging over in Frustrationville for like hours yeah. and then stuff, it's look, like yeah. then I'm not enjoying the product yeah. that I that I got. Then it's not worth, you know. What I mean, yep. then I'm not. Then I'm back to Oliverville. I'm not having fun. Yeah, that's like the same way in Dark Souls. <laughs> like I'll fight a boss. Ten times, mm-hmm. but if it just keeps killing me and I don't feel like I have any idea yeah. what how to counter, I'm going to start looking up YouTube yeah. videos. Because what people forget is I have I have done that when I was a kid. And what hell do you feel as a kid when oh my you God, get yeah. to a game that you really enjoy and you get stuck? And then there was tons of that when I was a kid. And I would go, oh, I don't know how to do, do this. And then you'd start. What I would usually do is start it over. Yeah. And then I'd get to that same spot, and I'm still stuck. And it's like, well, wow, that what a cool or thing. I mean, I spent a month with my brother and sister in the Deku Tree. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. We played it for a month. Yeah. We could not figure out how to get past the part where you come around, like you go, you drop down in the base, and you come around, and there is a part we have to take fire. Yeah. And put it to a spider web. Yeah. We could not figure that out. Yeah. It took us a month. And when we finally figured that out, yes, it was the most satisfying oh, thing God, on yeah. earth. But all of that time wasted, yeah. I can't do that as an adult. Yeah. And you're frustrated. And if it's you like, say you do that now, you're freaking lying. Uh, yeah, you're lying. We you're have, lying. We have opened There's up Paradox. no way that these people that get online and say, play Dark Souls blind. Play it blind, <laughs> blind, blind. Don't ever look anything up. You're full of crap. Yeah. You're absolutely full of crap if you say you don't you don't ever look anything up with these things. Pandora's box has been open with I at it, everything that my fingertips, my iPad, my phone, whatever, I can get yeah. up and look up the solution. And that is very enticing, but I would struggle through with a witness yeah. to where it's like, okay, not having fun, I am racking my brain, there's no I've tried everything yeah. that I know. And then you're like you look up a solution, or sometimes what I'll even do is there's good hint guides. They're like, think about this, and it's like, oh, that's all I needed mm-hmm. was a hint that will push me there. But most of the time, I'll look up the thing and go, oh my gosh, yeah. That, but that to me is the mark of the best kind of puzzle games, the ones that are always just hard enough that you get close to that point, but you don't look it up. That's why yeah. I think you would like the Talos Principle. I will probably play that Because next. I play the Talos Principle, and I soaked up every ounce of that game, and Almost consistently, the puzzles put me into a headspace where I was like, I want to look this up, but I always figured it out. I didn't look up one puzzle, and it was an amazing experience. That game is phenomenal. Phenomenal. But uh, there is the way this is designed. I was even laughing too, sort of like thinking, like, why did this game take six years to come out? But like the detail and some of the ways you have to do the puzzle and use the environments. For some of these puzzles in very shocking ways of like, oh my gosh, how did you think of that? Like, how did you think that this was going to work in is incredible. So The Witness is honestly one of the best games of the generation to yeah. me. Uh, it's, it's, man, it's you've taken a to... whole uh, turn on this. Because <laughs> I remember us having a conversation of, I hadn't played it, but I wanted to play it. And you were saying you didn't think there was any way it could be worth $40. And I was just yeah. like... Man, you're wrong. Like yeah. a game can be worth forty dollars just because it's a puzzle game. Yeah, doesn't mean it's not worth any specific amount of money. Yeah, so I, I definitely have done a total one eighty on that game. So the witness, definitely check it out. Past me, you're wrong. You're wrong past me. <laughs> we need to just keep getting you to play things you're wrong about. <laughs> That's great. Next week's gonna be Destiny, guys. You gotta play Destiny, it. Destiny, you gotta you play, gotta play it. it. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's it for me on the gaming front. Yeah, me too. Uh, but that's not it on the gaming front. 
because the future is ahead of us. We are playing old consoles like PS4 and Switch and the Xbox One, the Relic, yeah. the Xbox One. Because now there are new consoles. They really are. They're right around the corner. PS5. We got the first kind of This was the weirdest way to it was, just it was. drop information. Sony, uh, and they even put in their blog, it's like, hey, this is the new information or whatever. Um, but it's going to have a solid state drive in it. Well, first of all, how did we get this information? Where did it come from? Uh, from Sony themselves. But the, no, they dropped it in like an article with like... A, oh, it was a Wired. It was a Wired. wired like exclusive like literally the way they announced this was like, hey, go to this Wired article. Yeah. And then in the Wired article, the reporter was like, I sat down with Mark Cerny and there was a box. And yeah. And he showed me X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Weird way to announce something. So we've got solid state drive, they said, and... What was interesting, so that's going to be cool for, like, loading. I guess they showed Spider-Man, I guess, yeah. working on this thing. Because it's backward. That's another thing that's pretty big, that it was backward compatible with PS4, PS4. games. PS1 through PS3, give up. Uh, I think going on forward, PS4 and They better just be find a way to emulate PS3 <laughs> one day. <laughs> We've got to get some of those last, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 and stuff. How are we going to do that? But, Demon Souls. Uh, but... Yeah, so that's going to be backwards compatible, but they showed, like, loading was, like, I mean, I have a solid state on some of my, like, device and stuff, and the difference is, like, incredible. Yeah, they were saying that literally they could fast travel, like Peter Parker, across Manhattan, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, there's no loading screen. It just, he just popped up there. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think what what some of the other examples were. So another big thing was, two big things, ray tracing and audio. So with ray tracing... If you you can look this up on YouTube yourself, but ray tracing is like how they calculate how light should react to certain objects. Yep, it's very intensive. It's extremely well, it's, intensive. It's the it's the ray trace lighting is the new feature on the new RTX cards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can actually see that now with some yep. of these uh, PC games that have enabled but it. Now I'm shocked it's going to be on the next consoles. Yeah, because it is so intensive. Um, I've so seen intensive. some examples though, and it's kind of unbelievable. Yeah, like it makes HDR look like doo-doo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so intensive to do it. So incredible that that's coming on PS5. Um, that'll definitely because you think next gen, it's like how can it get any better? Yeah, it's like, oh, but you gosh, know what? I said plug. that going into this gen, and now when I look at 360 PS3 stuff, yeah, it, you can tell. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Things uh-huh. look very blurry on that gen. Yeah. So, but that, uh, but the other thing was audio and. They kind of made it a big point. They kept talking about it. I think even the article, they're like, they kept mentioning this or whatever. Yeah. But if you think about it, it's like, wow, I never even thought about that. But they basically can use the ray tracing for the audio, meaning that when you hear footsteps, you hear this or whatever, it's much more detailed. The audio space is much more detailed. That's very like interesting. And it's, like it, and it's like he's saying, and, and Mike, Mark Cerny was saying too, He's like, I'm not saying even surround sound. I'm not like going into that. Of course, there'll be, you know, you'll, you'll yeah. hear that. But even, I'm talking stereo speakers, you're going to even get more out of that. Yeah. And they even said, like, we're even going to go further and say, get that PlayStation Gold headset or yeah. whatever. And like, the, any headset, you're going to really tell a difference. I but, think sound is one of the things that people think the least about. And it's 50% it's, of the it, With movies and with games, but it's, it is it, yeah. 50% of the experience. So. I'm all I'm down for it. Yeah. Whatever they can put in the tools in, in developers' hands. Yeah, to I'm so flesh these sounds things out. awesome. And uh, I believe 
I think they even said don't expect in 2019, which I think nobody was. In 2020. I think 2020, these things are coming out. Xbox and PS5 yep. or whatever. So, going to be interesting. I think the perfect time to get a Pro. I got one last year. Mm-hmm. I got last year. I'm going to get all of this year. Yeah. I'm happy. A year and a half of use, I'm happy with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the Pro's been awesome, too, for it. Uh, I was nervous But one other that. thing in the article was they asked, I think he even mentioned Death Stranding, or something came up about Death Stranding, and there was a little, a little smirk there. To the point where it's like, I think Death Stranding is going to be cross-gen. Yeah. That's kind of what the impression was made. To me, like, <clears throat> there's no need to rush it out for this gen. Yeah. And if it will benefit from the hardware, this gen's already stacked. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really okay. Like, release it whenever it's best for the game. Sure. So, yeah. That's what we have in the future. Yeah. But what do we have... When our eyes glance from one screen to the other, TV. TV shows? TV shows. So What have you been watching? Me and my wife watched through, and I've seen it, this is my third time through, Gurren Lagann, anime Gurren Lagann, uh, Gainax Studios. This They put out quality stuff. My wife, she liked Evangelion. She She had a good time with Evangelion. That's my favorite anime of all time. But she's not a huge like anime like fan. She's not really like we just watch a lot, a lot of live action stuff. She's never been an anime like kind of person. But she really loved Girl in the Gone a really? lot. She had a great time with it, and um, I had fun watching it again. It was fun like watching her like react to certain things that that show does is absolutely insane. Where that show starts and where it ends is unbelievable. You'll never see it coming. Like that's what she was she was saying it towards those last couple episodes. Like wow. This started blah blah blah. That's so cool to hear. I think anime is such an underrated medium Mm -hmm. because it does things that aren't possible in live action. Yeah, and and the art the art is awesome and stuff. So it's it's freaking fun. Gurren Lagann is this fun from beginning to end. Has a cool message. Uh, All the characters you'll just fall in love with, and yeah, it's 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 my second favorite. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, very fun. Serial experiments lane. Never heard of this. Uh, is an anime that came out in '98, so right around, like right after uh, Evangelion aired, and uh, I'm not. I, I'm wondering if they were definitely inspired by Evangelion, or if it was just the mood at the time in Japan for them to make this. But Serial Experiments Lane is about a girl, um, and she's in this world, and there's something called the Wire that people plug into, and they're like computers and stuff, and it's it's honestly this show shaped my whole outlook on like ar and like i think ar is definitely in the future and stuff and if you watch the show you're like yeah that's that's kind of the fears about ar that's kind of what's going on it is uh, the one way to explain this it's 18 episodes uh one way to explain the show is imagine evangelion where they go in shinji's head and it's very cerebral in evangelion imagine that only and none of oh, the, wow. the breathing room. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's ba- you get trickles, very small moments of like breathing. Oh, 18 it episodes is, of that. It's 18 episodes of that. So I remember, I've only seen the show once before. This is my second time through because the first time through, I said I had a crazy time watching that. I don't know if I like it or not. I didn't have an, I couldn't say if I did or not. Whoa. Uh, because it was so murky and just deep. But now that I've been through. Even going a couple times, and I've watched all yeah. of David Lynch's films. It's like maybe I have the stomach 
maybe this is the witnessed uh yeah. now i'm just like i can i could sit through these kind of more cerebral there's some things. really dark animes there's one i gotta look up the name of it but there was one that i watched um from the 90s that was just so depressing and i only mm. made it a few episodes and <laughs> it was something in the 90s anime yeah but there were just some really weird i don't know what ones. what what they were doing back then in the 90s but uh, I hope they, I hope they uh, watch Gurren. That's all I gotta say. Get happy, but yeah, I'm, I'm four episodes in. It's very, it's very deep. And I'm, gonna see, I'm gonna check that out. It's, a, that it's a thick show. Uh, a lot to digest, but Serial Experiments Lane. Serial Experiments Lane. So uh, I don't even know if I recommend it yet. I got to go through a second time and take it all in again. But the big, bigger enchilada this month, Game of Thrones. My favorite show. Back. So I'll actually I'll uh, I'll give some thoughts without spoiling stuff You're for fine. you because uh, you do want to I would say maybe I think I'll the, watch it one day. Decade. I've been having fun on Twitter just reading what <laughs> like crazy things people are saying. Um, uh, so this is the final season. Took them two years to get to this, and I think it was a great decision. Uh, Westworld's done the same thing too. Of take like two years, they're going to take two years. That'll be back and whatever. But I love that HBO is like, yeah, just do that because I feel like there is a uh, requirement just. A self-imposed requirement of like, yeah, we just do these seasons yearly and stuff. And I like that HBO, some of those directors, like, what if we took two years yeah. to make a TV show yeah. and, and really take our time on it? And man, it shows. Uh, really? They took two years to make uh, this last season. So it's we're three episodes. We're right? three episodes in. Um, there's a total of six. Um, and this past one, this most newest one is, you know, up to this uh, podcast we're, we're shooting right now. Was the big one? Uh, it was. It's something in this episode was. It was the big. It was a big battle. It was a big kind of war going on. Or whatever. It was something that we've been waiting for since episode one. Like it was. It was it's the thing that that's always been in the back of people's mind or whatever that was going to happen, inevitable or whatever, and it happened. And wow, I just was really impressed. Really, because as the show goes on, and I watched it from season one, episode one premiere to now. So I've had years of this like weight of this event happening, yeah. and this was a cool way to like just watch the show. You just you imagine even like I imagine like seven years ago, six years ago, is like what you're just starting to play out in your head, like oh gosh, like this is happening. This is really gonna you know they're gonna have to face this or whatever, and they did, and it was incredible. Uh, yeah. it, the you can tell that they got more money for CG as yeah. the show goes along. You can see like kind of. Like when they first show like the you know um, different CG, they have to use CG in the earlier seasons or whatever, and you can tell like, okay, uh, it's not, <laughs> not quite quite not uh, it's not uh, Marvel level yeah. of CG, but it's there. They really went all out, and it looks great. It looked incredible. The big um, thing I kept seeing people tweeting this weekend that was making me laugh was just like, man. I'm sure this battle scene's this nine million dollar battle scene is great if I could see it. Like people kept tweeting that it, they couldn't see because it was so dark. Oh yeah, that was all over Twitter. People posted like trying to turn their brightness up on their TV. And it just, was like, dark. They were like, they were like, I wish I knew who was dying right now. I don't know what's happening. It, it was <laughs> it was dark, and I actually went back today and scrubbed through and kind of watched watched some parts again because I was really impressed from the cinematography and stuff because of that because it was freaking dark in places and like fricked up. Because the battle was fricked up, what they were doing and stuff, and uh, yeah, I lo- I loved it. I loved the look of it, and it, it, you know what kind of reminds me of is uh, they did to TV what Demon Souls when like you're running and there's that fog and stuff oh. and you can't really see, 
and but it has it creates a great atmosphere. That's what they kind of did with this. Of like, there's a lot of darkness and it's kind of fricked up looking. And uh, man, wow. it, was, it, was, it was beautiful. And um, I I think they really be- it was an hour and a freaking half. And, and that's how the rest of the episodes are. Aren't uh, they? This was the longest one. The rest are like an hour and something, hour and ten minutes. Or gotcha. Something, so this was kind of like the, the penultimate chapter. And there's a few more episodes, yeah. but but this is going to be kind of the apex from a. Uh, yeah, they have one more kind of more giant thing or whatever. But this was uh, this was the big one. But well, well, the other really thing I kept and... hearing about was the episode before this that all I was seeing on Twitter was people were like. Man, how'd they make a, such a great episode of just meetings? They were like, it was just like meetings yeah, and yeah, just yeah. talking about things. There was build-up and stuff they were yeah. doing, but that that was fun, too. They've they've all been great so far in these very short seasons so far, but so impressed. And from a filmmaking perspective, it's like, man, that took... I'm watching it going, like, this costed $8 trillion. Like, I'm just looking so, at the amount of time and work and effort. So not to change the subject, but Benioff and Weiss are the two guys that make this show. Okay. Like, they're the lead... Mm-hmm. The lead guys, so they're in. Tr- I know nothing about them. Don't know the first thing about them, but they have been handed basically carte blanche to. They are making the next chapter of whatever they do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Are these guys you would trust with that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's a good hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I just was so impressed, and it it really lived up to the hype of these seven years. Yeah. Uh, they really, you could tell a lot of love and care went into this moments, like gotcha. these moments in this episode. So great payoffs some great story arcs and stuff that are coming to a close or whatever in this season. Oh, I, I, I think this is um great television. It's, gotcha. it's one of the best. So, you know, the great thing is as someone that doesn't watch game of Thrones and, and doesn't want, I don't want to know anything super concrete, but I also have no idea what people are talking about whenever they talk about any of it. Yeah. Um, one of the nice things is, is that, uh, there really doesn't seem to be any main character in this show. So a lot yeah. of times if someone's like, want to spoil the walking dead, they'll just, I don't know anything about the walking dead. They'll be like, <laughs> Uh, what's that guy, Norman Reedus, what's, whatever, Yeah. what's his name? They'd be like, he dies, you know what yeah. I mean, or whatever. The main sheriff guy, he dies. But, like, with this show, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> yeah. It seems like there is no main character. It's just yeah. a bunch of, like, like B characters. Not that that's a bad yeah. thing, but it just seems like it's all side characters. Yeah. So that so kind of makes I, it I'm nice. I'm excited for you to get to it in eight years. Yeah, we'll, get, yeah, to we'll get to it. We'll get to it when we get a chance. We'll get to but. it. Podcast 3000. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, great to have that bad Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I, so I said I hated the witness, and I didn't say I hated this next thing, but I said I was not interested. Zero. I think interested. you didn't say you hated it, but I mean, we did a podcast last summer we, we in a pool. A, yeah, we did where that one. we talked quite a bit about this stuff, and you I'll, basically I'll put that up because, said because everyone freaking in that episode, we were all pumped. Talked, you guys talked for an hour and a half. I think. I yeah. Mean, I mean, that's the whole podcast is basically you guys. Yeah. Went through, and if you want to see that, I'll put that up right now. Rated all of the Marvel. Yeah, movies. we talked about all of them. And I have never hated the movies. I just got exhausted with them. They came out every two months, it felt like. Yeah, uh, they've been doing three a year for a while. And I would see them with friends. Like, I went to the theater and watched Avengers or whatever, and I saw Iron Man when it came out back then. But it was Iron Man and Avengers, and I didn't really care to see anything else. Yeah. I didn't really... I don't know. I just... It, 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 they didn't appeal to me. Um, it's just not my type of movie. So... But a lot of hype was about Infinity War, and that was last year yeah. on that podcast. It was literally, we had just seen Infinity yeah. War, and then we went on a uh, trip. 
And about this time too, and like um, you said, you really enjoyed it. Yeah, and There's... I was—I also was not a big Marvel guy. I watched Avengers with my buddy, and I was like, "This is okay." And I watched Captain America with my brother. This is okay. Same kind of thing. Yeah. But I saw Infinity War. I watched Thor Ragnarok, and then I watched Infinity War, and those two, boom, boom, had me all in, and I was from there. I was yeah, you all liked in. it. Yeah. Some people that I follow online really liked it, and I was like. That sounds cool. Infinity War, but I still didn't watch anything. So I knew Endgame was coming. I knew, yeah. and I was hearing that's it. That's like the end of this phase. And I, I went, you know what? Maybe it's time. <laughs> and it was like, it was like three weeks out. I was like, I do want to keep. I, I do want to maybe catch up to this. And people really like Infinity War. It's let's, I'll check it out. <laughs> so uh, my here was plan. Here was phase one of my plan. They had phase one of the movies. Here's my phase one. Without years, knowing in game, years of without content. knowing in game's release date, I went. Can I watch all of the movies, the twenty movies, before in game comes out? And I looked up on the calendar when it came out. Comes out in two weeks, <laughs> or like less than it was like yeah. a week and a half. And I went. Phase one has ended. Phase two. How do I just get what? Yep. Do? And and then I I think we talked after the hunt. We and did. Sneak came yeah. out. I said, how do I do this? And you guys kind of landed on watch Thor Ragnarok. Watch Infinity War. I think you'll be ready. Yep. Well, what I what we did, me and my wife sat down, watched Thor Ragnarok, watched a 15 minute like kind of recap on YouTube. Somebody kind of recap yeah. all the movies, and then we watched Infinity War. And you watched Infinity War Wednesday before yeah. the movie came yeah. out. <laughs> the day before the movie came out. So this dude watches Infinity War. He watches Thor Ragnarok at some point, watches the recap, watches Infinity War, and he's texting us the day before Infinity War comes out trying to figure out how to get tickets. <laughs> and we were like, you have waited too long. <laughs> you don't get to see this So movie. I watched Thor Ragnarok. I had a great time Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. That's such, here's the thing about Thor Ragnarok. Thor 1 and 2, they take the Thor character and he's so like straightforward mm-hmm. and he's like I am Thor and it's and it's like very on the nose yeah and it's just not like funny like I don't know mm-hmm. but they did a great thing with Thor Ragnarok where they were like let's make him self-aware like Chris Hemsworth is a decent comedic actor and then they injected some Guardians of the Galaxy like space adventures and injected the mm-hmm. Hulk in there and uh what's the guy from Jurassic Park that's in that movie uh uh, Jeff. Pratt? No, oh uh, gosh, he plays Ian Malcolm in in Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, but he plays like a yeah, space yeah. mayor, and uh, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on it. But they just made such a fun movie. With yeah, it. it was it was fun, and, and uh, we had like uh, my wife's nephew or whatever over, and he had turned on Thor Ragnarok on one time. Like this was this has been months ago or whatever. And that first part when he's like making little quips or whatever with that demon thing. It was like, hold on, let me turn around. Or he's in the chain or whatever. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't care. But I sat down, I gave it a fair shot, and I had a, I had a really fun time yeah. with it. Uh, there's, there's some fun stuff in that. And yeah, so I watched that, and I was like, okay, cool. All right. And uh, we watched the recap to kind of see what happened. All how, much, how long was the recap in 15 total? minutes. Wow! So they really they Ooh, jumped to the main, level. the main, yeah, the main stuff in each movie. It's like I got it, okay, I get it. One regret I have is I maybe would have watched Guardians one, yeah, uh, maybe even two, uh, before going into those two characters, whatever. Uh, but characters I still had a great time. Just, yeah. I like I knew about them. I knew like the raccoon and all that stuff and group. But uh, 
So then we went into Infinity War, and I really had a fun time with Infinity War. Yeah. It was great. It was like from someone. This is from my perspective of someone not into the movies. Mm-hmm. I still knew the wait culturally, and just the I knew people were waiting years. Like I waited for Game of Thrones, so I knew the yeah. wait was there. Like weight and heaviness of like these characters, and you've attached to them. And you, they've had their own trilogies. They've you know yeah. whatever. So to see them like you know, Infinity War spoiler, spoilers, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, well, I don't know what human except for me hadn't saw up to this point. But to see everybody just die at yeah. that point, and, and that was one sucky thing is I kind of knew that Spider Man was going through mm-hmm. like people couldn't freaking stop memes for two seconds. I got spoiled from that. Like, yeah. I was seeing people go, like, I knew that somebody snapped their fingers or the Thanos guy or whatever. And I knew that people turned to dust or whatever. Yeah. But I knew Spider-Man went, I kind of knew maybe some people also went, but I knew Spider-Man. So seeing it, I was still shocked. Like, yeah. And the way, here's the thing that I love about the way they execute that. He snaps and it's not like, it's boom, boom, and like yeah. violins and yeah. stuff. It's like there's no music. There's no music, yeah. There's no audio. I think we talked about this. There is just nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like very calm and very disturbing. Yeah. Like, and each character gets kind of like a moment where they're realizing or they're talking to somebody or they're in fear and they just like fade away. Yeah. And it gives you chills. I, oh, the, yeah. the theater that I was in, because you're coming off of this high of like, Thor just constructed like a crazy hammer and yeah. came down and just obliterated stuff. There's this crazy fight scene in Wakanda and you know, it's just, you, he hits Thanos and you're like, he did it. Like they yeah. did it. This is awesome. And, uh, and then it is just complete silence in the theater. And it's just like everybody, there are people like gasping. I, yeah. I don't, you don't ever get that in a theater. Cause like, I don't know. Like there are people audibly like yeah. shocked, and then the movie ended. Credits go up, and there's no music. And like there were kids in the theater that were like, "Is Spider Man dead?" Like looking at their parents. <laughs> Heard a kid turn and say, "Is Spider Man dead?" And oh the dad's just like staring at the screen. Yeah. Like, what did I just bring my kid to? This yeah. kid's dressed up like these characters, and, and now I will. That was where they earned my respect because yeah. not only did they shock everybody, they earned they went, it and, and they, they deserved it. it. And yeah. Thanos was a great character. Great and, villain. Yeah, yeah. Gr- like, <laughs> fantastic. Because you actually care about, and there's like six period moments in Infinity War of yeah. like, you have to lose something. I just, I, I love yeah. that stuff. So that they incorporated that stuff. Yeah. And it was just like, you have to lose something to like gain this. Yeah. Is it worth it? And it's like, yeah, like I'll, I'll do it. And it's like, man, and he hurts yeah. hard from that. It was their Empire Strikes Back for sure. I think it's bet. I think it might be a better film than Empire Strikes Back. That movie is phenomenal. It, it was great. Um, but, uh, so... Right out of that, it was so funny. Like I haven't been keeping up with the movie. That movie ends. We're watching it. We watched it on on Netflix or whatever. And I was sitting there with my wife, and I was like, "We've got to go see Endgame." And it was the next day. And it was like, "How do we get to?" She was like, "No, well, I have plans." And I was I was going like, "Screw your plans!" I was like, "We've got to see what happens to Iron Man. It's Spider-Man. It's like I have not been." Enough. Yeah, I was literally. I was vis- I was completely shocked when we start getting text messages from you like. How can I get in-game tickets? Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? You've not been interested yeah, in this. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I, am a, uh, I am a late uh, late adopter uh, yeah. of if you can be that late as possible to the Marvel Universe. So we did get tickets. Uh, we were not able... We were able... We could have got tickets on day one, but uh-huh. they were front row. Yeah. And it was like, I never want to be front row if I can yeah. help it. So it's like, I can wait. So we waited and just saw it um, right before we Did you go this. spoiler free? 
Yeah, I didn't get it. I have been keeping off certain. I, this I've is a movie the, you want to know nothing. Yeah, because I knew zero. I hadn't saw a trailer. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, I yeah. knew zero things about this movie. Um, <laughs> I went into it the most blind I've done in a long time with a movie. Yeah, honestly. but yeah. Uh, I uh, so so we went we we saw it tonight and yeah, you just got back it was, from it. Yeah, and it was so I'm very fresh and it was it was really funny. My wife was like. I have a theory how they're going to get everybody back. Are they going to do this? And uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay. I haven't even thought about it. I'm just going in, whatever. And it's funny. The movie starts and they're like, so spoilers for Endgame if you haven't seen it again. But um, <laughs> it immediately is like, we're going to get this time machine. We're going to do this. And they immediately we're gonna start. Get, we're going to go to get the time stone. They immediately yeah. start going back in time to the movies. I thought that was a cool thing to do to kind of wrap up the series. Is oh, like yeah. Going back well, and. To the old movies, and yeah, like yeah. Back to them. Yeah. But that was a cool way to to kind of show homage. It was kind of this whole movie was. It was the Metal Gear Solid Four. It was Metal Gear fan service galore. Yeah. So, but it was funny because that starts happening. Like we're gonna get the time travel, blah blah. blah. We can only do this that time. And my wife, I look over, her, she goes, "Oh, I actually don't know where they're going." With this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Her theory was that they were just gonna get the time stone. Well, that's what I was gonna say is just go back in time. That was everything I had seen, and there was no indication in trailer of what they were gonna do. But everybody's like, "Well, they're just gonna have to go get that stone." So yeah. the movie opens up, and they're like, "Here's Thanos. We found them. Let's go get." And they go straight to him. Yes. They go yeah, straight to awesome. him, and they go there to get the stones. And he's like, "They're gone. I destroyed them." <laughs> And they cut his head off. And it's yeah. like the first 10 minutes of the movie, the bad guy's dead, yeah. the MacGuffin is gone, and it's just over. Yeah. As someone going <laughs> as someone going so blind, yeah, I, I went, know. oh, yeah, it's, what is the, I thought the whole movie the, was going to be them trying to yeah. find him and stuff. Yeah. And, I thought credits were going to roll as yeah. a joke right there. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. just like, well, where are we going with this? So yeah. they go back in time. They are self-aware about it because they're like, they start making little quips and jokes about like, uh, back this to is the back future. in the future. This yeah. is like Bill Ted's event where they start naming all the stuff. Well, yeah. how is the time travel thing? But they kind of uh, did like the Lost thing, where they're like, "Look, our rules are going to play by these rules," and they admit like those other things ignore that. This yeah. is how this is going to work. Yeah. If you change something in the past, it's just going to be another offshoot. It's yeah. not, you know. But I thought this was really cool. Like going back and you get to see like uh, Hulk <laughs> at one point, and like even Hulk now is like Bruce Banner, and completely Hulk different at the same character. Time. Yeah, he's just like he just smashes things. He's yeah. like, okay, and he just kind of stomps on that thing, and uh, it was fun going back and like seeing. I love uh, and in the Harry Potter movies they do this, and I like that you when the characters can see themselves or whatever. Yep. I'm into that or whatever. Yep. Like I like that continuity and all that stuff in there. So like seeing the old Avengers from 2012 and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and... it shows you how much the characters change too. Yeah, like there's been legitimate character growth in this yeah. series. You know, because. So it... Because they're they're so like basic back then. And yeah. they make fun of that. Like, oh my when Captain America fights yes, himself and that. he's like, Oh my god. Well, he also says he says uh he's like, I'll never get up. He's like, I know, I know, I know, I, know. I, know. I, get, it. I get it. I know you will. Um but yeah, it, it, they did it r- right. They yeah. did it right. It, just like I we were, me and my wife were talking right after the movie, and I was like, "Wow, we saw back to back like this Game of Thrones ginormous yeah. kind of production, two major cultural Ma- things yeah, that will never happen like, again." Yeah, coming to a close and like just ginormous kind of things, yeah. but giant, ginormous battles too. Because uh, yeah, they really went all out with the battle. Oh too. my gosh, the final battle in Endgame is uh, Return of the King. And, like, and honestly, it, I felt I don't read a lot of comics, but I felt that. 
if I was a comic fan, I feel like I would be very... The way this was filmed, it felt like a giant comic. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. having all those people on seemed laughable. Yeah. In a film space, it's laughable. But if you envision <laughs> it as a, as a comic that it is, this is this is really... They they captured a comic in real time. Yeah. And, and I uh, that, to me, was the most impressing thing. It, it seen breaks the, the thing. sound barrier of what yeah. you think a comic book movie could do. all these freaking universes are coming in at once. I was just and Ant-Man's so... giant, and he's hitting people, <laughs> and that was just so fun. You've got all these people that are triple-A, like, legitimate, crazy, wealthy star actors yeah. who pop up for ten seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then their casts have, like, Robert Redford. Okay, Robert Redford <laughs> is, like, some one-off guy in a Captain America movie or whatever. He had a big thing that came out this year of, like, this is his final performance on film, yeah. The Old Man and the Gun, and it came out this year. You know what? He was in this, too, because <laughs> screw it. You know what yeah. I mean? They like, paid him enough money to come back, and it's just... Yeah, like, the the final battle scene, I'm with you, where I'm like, yeah, like, this is just bananas, but, like, I, this is impossible, like, mm-hmm. that they made this, and that this is happening yeah. right now, and I just, they gave everybody their moment to just kind of... Yeah, everybody got their moment, and, and it really, it, like I said, I just can't, I keep going back to it, it feels like a comic book, there was just wacky moments, and but I'm watching it going like, wow, this is really cool, as a comic book fan, I'd really be into this, yeah, big time, and um, this is so wacky, and they, they made, uh, they made some interesting character choices, uh, like Thor, just, in the last movie, Thor was like, oh, this the, was awesome, the Avenger, this and really he funny. like, builds this like, badass axe, yeah. and he, he fights Thanos, and, and he fails, like miserably uh-huh. fails, basically. And then yeah. what would happen? I left out there like, what would happen? They did the five years later thing. I read an interview yeah. with the writers. They're like, we were kind of influenced by Lost, where like they did the flash forward, and like Jack's got a beard, and like Kate's got yeah. a daughter. And they were like, we wanted to do that with our characters after they failed, of like, what would like if yeah, they that, that if they were toy. years later and they were like at first we were like Thor would be like a man on a mission he'd be trying to do it and they're like no like he did that in the last movie he failed he's gonna be drunk like yeah. he's gonna just yeah. be a drunk and they made Thor a big fat drunk with anxiety yeah. Yeah. and you know what they didn't fix it there wasn't like a moment where he magically yeah. lost all his weight like he just stayed a fat drunk yeah. the whole movie <laughs> yeah I love I love they made that choice that was that's a bold choice yeah it- and I love prof- how they made Hulk. Professor Hulk, and yeah. he was a highlight in this movie to me because a lot of the more recent movies, he's been like a guy who doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. And in this movie, and a movie where nobody knew who they were supposed to be, he owned himself the most. Like yeah. he really knew who he was. And uh, I love Ant Man in this movie. I thought I never watched any Ant Man's, and I, I honestly didn't have any desire to to watch any of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't really it wasn't my thing. But Ant Man, for some reason, I had never even heard of Ant Man until this movie. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, he was awesome. There's so much fun stuff with like scale in his movies of like shrinking down. Like the entire final boss fight in the first Ant Man takes place in a briefcase that they both get locked oh, into, okay. and they're fighting inside. And like it's you know it's, it's just a lot of fun. So, so that was awesome. And then. Uh, yeah, Iron Man had to take. The so fall yeah, so there, so there were of the six main original Avengers, Thor at the end of the movie decides he's not going to be king anymore, mm-hmm. and I guess he's going to hang out with the Guardians. Uh, Hawkeye, I assume, is just going to be with his family. Yeah, Black Widow dies, mm-hmm. so I thought that was a cool callback to. Um, it's it's interesting. They basically shot shot for shot the the Soul Stone sacrifice. From the first movie with Gamora and Thanos, yeah, they remade it, but it was Hawkeye and 
Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And I, what do you think of that? Like, it was kind of interesting because they needed to get the stone and they yeah. were fighting over who got to kill yeah. themselves versus in the other one, it was just him throwing her off. Mm-hmm. I really um, liked that. I mean, I already liked that kind yeah. of concept to get that stone. Yeah. You had to do that. I thought that was awesome. And so as someone who didn't watch a lot of the movies, they've spent a lot of time building up their friendship across all the movies. So assume, it was the two worst possible things. people you could put on that mountain together because yeah. they're like really good friends. Yeah. So. I, I assumed that... I assume that when yeah. I watched their interaction. I, I think you, they you, do a good, yeah. good enough job of making the movie to where you understand. Because like, I didn't see Doctor Strange, but when... Hulk was talking to the Doctor Strange lady. Mm-hmm. I got what was going on. She yeah. was not wanting to give him the stone. She's powerful. Whatever. There was one thing, and I wonder if... Because they did a pretty good job. Like I said, like Thor, Ragnarok, and there was a recap and stuff. I got kind of glimpses of yeah. people's characters. But I honestly feel like like Hulk and everybody, like they each have their own personality, and everybody kind of gels. Yeah. But... And I might get flack for this. You might agree. You might see what I'm saying. There was one character... In this I think movie, I knew it's gonna be uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I don't get her. I, don't I get do her. not get it. I did, but I did not see the movie. I didn't see it either. But I, all I heard from even Marvel fans was, "Yeah, Captain Marvel was okay." I, so that to me, okay to me is I kind of just jump and dash. I gotta over be that. honest. I'm glad know. she wasn't in this movie a lot because I don't really like her. I don't like her either. It, she's not. There's like, no. She doesn't make her. There's just. I'm just really strong, and there's other galaxies out there. Yeah. And then she just leaves, and it's like. And then she cut. The, it's funny because like, I'm with you 100. Here's the thing: you were just talking about Thor getting big and, and his character yeah. arc and changing. She comes back with shorter hair. <laughs> yeah, that sums it all up to yeah. me, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm with you 1,000. <laughs> percent I don't connect to her. She's just got like a crap eating grin all the time. It yeah. just I, I don't. I mean, I haven't seen Captain Marvel, so maybe there's stuff I don't know, but. I did think she had a really cool <clears throat> moment in terms of action of where they're all shooting down and then they just start shooting at the sky. Yeah, that was cool. That was so cool. she's good for that, I guess. Yeah, I understood that she was like, but like on very a, strong. On a like character level, I got nothing for her. One of the strongest, but man, she was just very weak in this movie. I don't know. Like, weak's character-wise. Strong. Yeah. Strong-wise. But, uh... So I don't know. A, but I, don't, I haven't seen Captain Marvel, so maybe there's something there. But, as much but as, even that, like I said, I didn't see freaking... Uh, I don't remember a lot of Hawkeye from Avengers and yeah. stuff, but I really connected with his character. They yeah. had enough to show there. Everybody had little pieces that, that you got enough of the character. Yeah. It's Kevin Marvel, I didn't feel that so, way. So getting back to the heavy hitters, we talked about Thor, we talked about Hawkeye, we talked about Scarlet, or not Scarlet, whatever, uh, Black Widow. Um, the other, hold on, we're missing, who were the other, there's six main Avengers. We'll talk about Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man in this movie I think he gave a great performance in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, you see such a range from him. Like, from the opening part of the movie, he's, like, going to die stranded. Then he's, like, crazy, like, whacked out, like, guy that's, like, barely hanging on to his yeah. life in a hospital bed. Then he's, like, reformed superhero living with his daughter and his wife. And then yeah, he's, he like, the action fun. man. And then he's, like, tragic death guy. Like, he had a, a wide range yeah. he had to really do. And Iron Man to me has always been a fun character, and I like him, but he's never been my favorite. But I really found myself caring about him a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I like how he always looked after Peter Parker, and then in this movie, that's kind of the main reason he ends up going back. I yeah. thought the stuff with his daughter was done. It was just a couple of scenes, but it was done really well. And Definitely, yeah. I, I it was really that. touching. I think... Uh, I think the ship had sailed. I mean, when you think about the three Iron Man movies, the four Avengers movies, 
Civil War, Spider-Man. He showed up in the Hulk movie. We basically squeeze just about all we can out of that character. It, it and would, out of that actor They himself. have not yet gotten to the point where it was a caricature, but like you start to run out of things you can do. And mm-hmm. so I thought it was the appropriate time. For and I him. thought it was appropriate that he was the one to sacrifice yeah. to do that. The, the, that whole, the whole arc started with him, with, with Iron Man. It was the first movie. Yeah, he's so the first it, one. And so it closed with him, and I thought that was good. I did um, tell my wife, I was like, but what about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? He should have like, Instead of saying you're Thanos, but I'm the first Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, and swooped his oh, black oh, hair. Hulk. As he was. Hulk is the other before we talk about Captain America. Hulk also in this movie, he really found a good balance, but his arm is like destroyed at the end of this movie. Oh yeah. Still even. Up. Like it's he's supposed up. to heal himself and it's frick. So it That's seems what like... I thought was cool with Thanos when they were like, What did you do with the stones? Like it nearly killed me. Yeah. And nearly fricked me up. Yeah. I like what he's doing. He's just collecting fruits and yeah. stuff. You know, just living out his days yep. or whatever. So, um, so... That really fricked him so up. So Hulk seems like he's... So I guess maybe the main thing I'm trying to say is, is Iron Man's dead. Thor is... He's given up his kingdom. He's still going to be around, though, it seems like. But Hulk pretty much seems like he's probably done fighting. He's just <laughs> going to be an advisor. Hawkeye's definitely done. He's retired, retired, yeah. retired. He's tried to retire three times. They keep bringing him back. I don't think they're bringing him yeah. back again. Black Widow's dead. So that only leaves us Captain America of the original Avengers. And I thought that they gave him an amazing send-off yes. for this movie. Yeah. Um, he's always been my favorite. of the. I think different people gravitate towards different ones. But from the first Captain America movie, I loved him because he was not like... He was like weak. He was like a really weak, small, skinny guy. I watched one of those and I liked it at yeah. the time. I did and, watch Captain America. And at he some just point. his superhero really is just his optimism. Mm-hmm. It really is and his good heart towards people. And so then he gets the superpower abilities, but he's already just a really good person. And so the tragedy of his character has just been like like, you know, his best friend dies, falls off of a train. Then he gets frozen in ice, and they rescue him 70 years later, and he lived because he's a superhuman or whatever. And so he misses, his love of his life dies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He misses his entire life. He wakes up in this postmodern society where there are no good and bad people. Uh, he finds out that S.H.I.E.L.D., the agency he works for, is run by HYDRA, which is what he fought against. He finds out his best friend has been a killer for the Russians and yeah. is brainwashed. And then he starts this thing and goes through all this crap with the Avengers. And then he sees half the people die. And, like, he just went through so much. And then at the end of this movie, they're like, hey, go, was a go take all the stuff back. And I just think it's, it's so true to that character that I could totally see. He puts all the stones back and he's like, all right, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go find the love of my life. I'm going to go live my life because he earned it big Definitely. time. And so I thought that was a really cool, a really cool thing for his character. It was way more meaningful than if you just killed him, because mm-hmm. I think Tony Stark got to have that family life that he always wanted for the five years that he got yeah. to do it. And so I thought they did both characters good because it's not like they just killed him and they didn't yeah. get to do what they wanted to do. They both got to kind of do it, and um, and then he gives the shield to Falcon. I mean, I guess that's what he does in the comics. I'm gonna be that's real what, honest. When that happened, I went. I don't know what's happening, but I feel like this is the same moment that Dark Knight Rises. It's the same well, exact thing. Happened, but but Dark it's Knight the same Rises thing. when he gives them the thing. Sam Falcon, like, Sam, whatever his name is, he comes in and passing the, in on the, of the baton. He comes like, in in the second Captain America movie, and basically his backstory is uh, Captain America 
is obviously a former military guy and Winter Soldier, and he goes to like a veterans like help place, and Sam is running it, and Sam is a former veteran also, mm-hmm. and so they become friends. And then in Captain America's uh, Winter Soldier, things happen to where Captain America has to lay low, yeah. and he remembers that Sam guy, and he goes and stays with him, and then they find the Falcon suit, and he becomes Falcon. Yeah. But Falcon to me is kind of a whatever character. He's fun, but like I don't. They haven't done any character development yeah, on him. For so sure. to me, like I, I think kinda... if they just give him the shield, that's fine. Let him be Captain America. Don't try and make movies with him. I don't think that they will. Mm-hmm. Like he'll just kind of have the shield and he'll have a couple yeah, shots so. every movie and be his own yeah. little guy. But um yeah. So but yeah, so I uh, great send off. Yeah. But all that being said, it's a weird place now that they're in. Because I, I love the movie. I want to go see it again. Uh, my gr- or my fiance hasn't seen it yet, uh, so I think I'm going to go with her to see it. But I couldn't stop thinking about when I left the theater. Of they always end these movies with like end credit scenes, and they're always in. We the even next sat thing. there and I, I googled it real quick. I was like, "So we say there's none." They don't show anything. Yeah, which I think was a good call. Which is like, a good call because this is what because like, I even looked. <laughs> my wife looked over and I was just like. What can they show? Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it seems very final. And for this core group of characters, it is final. Yeah. I mean, three of two of them are dead. One of them is an old man. Mm-hmm. And then one's retired. And then one is basically retired from being king. Yeah. And one's got a completely destroyed arm. Like, the core Avengers, for all intents and purposes, are done. Yeah. Like, they're going to maybe be in the movies some, but the movies aren't going to be about them now. Yeah. And so uh, I walked out of the theater like... Number one, it had such a sense of finality that I never thought you would get from these movies that it was like, wow, like that is really something. But I also just found myself wondering from like the business angle of like, where on earth do they go? And so I've actually spent some time this past week just learning about the wider universe and some of these other things. And what what I have learned, number one is, is there's about a billion different things they could do um, because the core Avengers team is like, 1% of that whole universe. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's literally a map where, like, they map out all of the major characters in the universe. And, like, what we've seen in movies, like, Thanos is not a big player whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, Earth isn't that big of a deal. Um, So it's interesting, like, that they have a lot of places they can go. I don't know that you immediately want to start escalating on top of this. I almost think you start over. Like, I think you can keep the characters you have, but you know, start building something up else up from the ground up and do something else. But yeah, I don't know. I'm glad that you finally got caught up on it though. Cause it's And I think they'll take a six month break before (laughs) the next one. They have the, the next movie that comes out is the end. It's the end of the phase three. And they said that they very, that's weird that in game. I feel that's how they've always done it. They've always done for the end of phase one. It was Avengers, but phase two ended with, it was Avengers age of Ultron. And then they did Ant-Man. And then and Phase the 3 phase. is going to be this movie and then Spider-Man. They always like to end it on a small movie. Okay. And they said the reason is is because they can use that small movie as like a transitionary thing. So like Ant-Man was really that way. Like it helped transition out of, you know, yeah. what the big thing that happened in the... Or maybe it wasn't... It was, so it, the it last was one is a Spider-Man. And then that's it. For... And, and what's interesting about that is, and what I really like is, is my biggest fear going into this movie was they were going to find and a way to Spider-Man undo gonna, it all. I guess Spider-Man does take place. It takes place in. Endgame. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say is, is I my biggest fear was that they were just going to undo it all. And there would be, you'd go back and watch Infinity War and be like, well, none of this mattered. Yeah. But it does matter because not only do these other people die and stuff, 
five years went by. And so you had people that were not in the world and five years went by and now they're back. And like, there's going to be a lot of like world building stuff you can do with that in terms of... Oh, does it take place before Endgame then? What? Spider-Man? Yeah. No. It, it takes, takes place, place after, after Endgame. Oh, the whole movie of Endgame. Okay. It takes place after I Endgame. I thought you were saying that in that five The next Spider-Man movie place. takes place after Endgame, so... That's weird. I feel like that's weird if that's this is going to be the end... This is the end of the phase, and the next phase is going to be whole new characters, right? Well, the, what I think is going to happen in the next phase is, you know, we already know that they're doing a third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I didn't know that. So, so they, they, James Gunn is coming back for it. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but the the interesting about Guardians is, is that could be about anything because they are a connection point to all those other things I was talking about. Like, if the Avengers are this, and then there's all this out yeah. there, like. There are so many other characters and villains and celestial beings and things that are bigger and badder and different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, I think Guardians getting a third movie makes sense. And you can use that as a launch point to take this whole thing in a different direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, my understanding is is they are talking about doing like this Shang-Chi guy. I guess he's like a martial arts guy. They're going to start introducing some new characters. I think that they're going to retire out some people. Um, I mean, they just did retire out a whole bunch of people. Um, But as far as what they're doing next, no one really knows. And we'll see. I mean, I'm going to kind of watch. I think I'm going to go see Spider-Man just because I like Spider-Man. But um, who knows? I mean, I do know, though, that what they've pulled off with this, they've got my interest. I'll pay attention and see what they do. I don't know that I'll definitely go and see. Because that's the thing is you don't top this anytime yeah. soon i mean you basically have to start building again for a whole new thing yeah and i mean you pulled off lightning in a bottle once can you do it twice i don't <laughs> yeah i was surprised when i was even watching in game i was just like man they uh were dc has failed and other people tried to like talk about yep. connecting universes they did it like and, no and here's where they, they have they my it. infinite respect is i feel like they've gotten better and better and better Oh yeah, they've got. If you go back and watch Phase One, some of those movies are duds. Yeah, some of those movies are duds. I don't think the first Avengers is that great. Like Avengers One, and then Two, and then Infinity War, and then this. And if you count Civil War, every single movie it got better. Yeah. Definitely. And I see Infinity War. I think to me, I debate of do I like Infinity War or Endgame better. It's kind of like the the like. Metal Gear Solid 3 versus 4 conversation. Mm. It's kind of hard to split. They're kind of like one big movie. Um, But I definitely think those two are far and away better than anything that came before it. And so, to me, it's like, it's this weird thing of like, they've gotten better and better and better. So until that trajectory tapers off, like, I'm going to be interested. But, yeah. I mean, they take a little bit of a break and think on things. Certainly. but I um, mean, it took two years for Game of Thrones. Can we get two years for a Marvel movie? Yeah, just, just take a second and... Take a second, yeah, and get through it. But uh, yeah, before I go, we go in the final thing. I wanted to give a shout out to the city of St. Louis. We went on a yeah. trip. We were actually going to shoot this podcast, in St. Louis. We were did, didn't happen. We could not fit it in because we, we fit the whole city in. Yep, uh, in one day. But we went. To, I want to give a shout out to one specific place because I thought this was so cool. I'm still thinking about this place because I loved it so much. It was awesome. Uh, I'll I'll put the name if I mess it up, but I think it was Sky City. I think it's City it was, Museum. It was the City Museum, but it was that whole place around it. Oh, I don't know what it was called. Well, I remember seeing signs and stuff, whatever, but it was the City Museum, yeah, of St. Louis. Yeah. This place is like part museum, part adult slash 
kids' playground. It is. And when I heard that, I was like, "Let's go to that for for yeah. today." And we went, and we had a blast. Yep. That place was awesome. So shouts out to that. Yeah, it's just all these tunnels, and you I sh- might put some video in here. When you first go in, it, there's but... just like you'll start seeing holes in the wall, and you're like, "What's that?" Mm. And you look, and you can climb up the hole. And some of them they're too small for you to fit. Some <laughs> of them are big enough, and they'll lead to slides and. We felt I felt like Breath of the Wild walking it was around like Breath there of the Wild. because you would just walk and you'd see these weird walkways and these things you could climb up or climb down or squeeze into and you would just see something and go after it. We crawled under this thing and came around a corner and there's a guy playing drums and like a yeah, little, there was a like, little bar. There was a bar? tiny bar area and there was a guy. Yeah, we were basically behind the stage. We yeah. came around and it felt like Breath of the Wild. It felt like being a kid again yeah. of like exploring a place or a a house, you know what I mean? Exploring yep. and kind of like, what's that over there? Let's check that out. And we'd climb it up. And well, go, oh, there's a slide down there. And there was also one area where we came down and it was like caves. And then we came up and there was like water dripping. And we look and there's like this really old worn brick with like a giant organ and then these giant metal spiral staircases. Yeah, we didn't know what it really And I was. literally looked up and I was like, I feel like I'm in a Dark Souls game. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is unbelievable, some yeah. of this stuff. Uh, so. And then a funny quote happened because so we climbed that. Oh, yeah. We climbed a billion flights of stairs. It was 10 stories. Uh, uh, according yeah, to, there, uh, well, the, somebody didn't know that. This place is famous because it's got a five story slide and you can climb higher and there's a 10 story slide. So we climbed 10 stories. This building is 10 forever. stories tall. And there's a big sign, 10 story slide. So we're waiting in line and we get up there and there's a guy in front of us. And there's two like slides you can go down um, because it's just fast like a water slide. You can offset, have two people go at once. Um, and this guy is talking to the lady. You know how when they have slides at these places, you know, there's a lady that's making sure that one person goes at a time and it's all safe. So guy is talking to the lady and says, wow, so uh, we're, keep in mind, we're 10 stories off the ground. So he says, wow. Uh, you can see the roof also. You can see the roof. You can see the glass window. And there's a giant tent on the wall. He says, wow, uh, so how does this work? Like, is this the five-story slide and this the 10-story slide? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're just sitting here like... What? Like we're ten stories. Like you can see the slides. Like we yeah. are, we are ten stories off the yeah. ground. How would one be a five and one be a my, ten? My wife did say later, but still, it, it, he should have known because there was clearly when you got yeah. to it, there was a thing that here's the five yeah. slide. Go this way for the five, and then go up here for the ten. Yeah. So, but to be to be sort of fair, my wife did say. I was like, well, what if that went down five stories and stopped right there? But uh, yeah. where's the room to do? It? I don't know. You. You should have known when you're looking. Even the girl her. laughed at him. The girl <laughs> laughed when he asked. She said, "No, these are both ten." <laughs> so we were laughing about that. Yeah. Uh, there was another great quote. Uh, there was an outdoor area. Yes, with like the, castles and like chain tunnels. And so there so. was a guy. There was a guy. There was a there was a Asian family or whatever. But the, there was a guy who was saying. So he's watching. He's waiting or whatever. He has kids and they're they're having. Fun. It's very like, congested yeah. up in these tunnels. We're up in the air. This is very congested. You can see it if I put pictures or whatever. Like there's tunnels. There's like metal walkways. It's it's unreal. Like I can't describe it. If really. we described it, you wouldn't believe us. And then you'd see a picture. <laughs> these and be like, go you into were planes in and yeah. stuff. But he said at one point, the one guy, the, the one adult that was with them, said. He's looking, and it's it's pretty. We're in a, a plane, like fifty feet off the ground. <laughs> and he says, and we were quoted the whole week. He was, he, he looked. He said, "This looks too long." 
I will take a shortcut. Yeah. Like, he, he was just looking at that. And, and I looked, I turned to Travis, like, that sounds like something we would say in a soul yeah, uh, in a Dark, Dark Souls, Souls game. game. This looks too long, and yeah. I will take a shortcut. Yeah. And he walked out, and Again. sure enough, he was done with it. Yep, it was great. Uh, but, uh, really crazy place, and uh, you dropped your phone onto some man. I did, yeah. So, <laughs> one of the weird things about this is, like, you'll be walking, and you'll see, like, a little hole. And you'll be like, okay, I'm going to go look in this hole. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like like monkey bar type stuff. So I start climbing down this hole. Number one, I realize as soon as I step down into this hole and I'm down in here now, it is like a five-story drop. Like I can see people 50 yeah, feet below kind of me and like staircases and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to shimmy this way, whatever. And then I hear somebody gasp as I'm getting through that thing. <laughs> And then I hear something about a phone, a phone, a phone. And I put my hand in my pocket, and my phone is not in my pocket. Oh my I was wearing God. sweatpants. And then I look down, and I see five stories down. There are some kids looking in like a in a fountain, and there are people looking up above, and there's people saying, a phone fell. <laughs> and so I, like, it felt like something out of a movie. I'm running around. I'm trying to find a staircase. I get to where I'm, like, four stories above them. I'm waving, and I make eye contact with this guy. And I was like, do you have a phone? And he holds it up. And I was like, I don't know how to get to you. So, like, I'm, like, going down, like, poles. And I'm going down, like, staircases <laughs> trying to get to this guy. I finally get down to him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's my phone. He's like, yeah. And I was like, like, he, I was like, oh, wow, okay, so I broke. I was like, did it hit anybody? He's like, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> my phone fell five stories and hit this guy. And, and he broke its fall. And so... <laughs> I said, thank you. And then he walked away, like, very disgruntled. And uh, I like somebody asked you, I don't know if it was your fiance or somebody else, said, uh, well, well, was he mad? And you said, well, he wasn't happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't thrilled, but he was nice enough to give me my phone back. But that place was awesome. Definitely check that out if you're in that area and stuff. And we, of course, saw the giant arch. Yeah. Also... Pro tip, if you go to the arch and you want to take a picture on a timer, the little scooters that have littered the streets of every city that is in America, yeah. bird and lime scooters, keep your eye open. Yeah, We had one of our uh, uh, friends, she was setting that phone up on like a step that's right in front of the arch. We were going to take it right on the arch, whatever, all of us, a big group of our friends went. And she's sitting there and she's like mouthing, what is he doing? This guy was just watching. The guy kind of watching where the phone was at, and I was getting kind of heebie-jeebies too, because he's sitting there with the scooter, and he's. It's weird that we're like everybody else kind of moving around. He's kind of like standing there. He's too close. Yeah. And uh, um, she ends up like, okay, we all kind of get up moving, and then he goes away. Yep. And it wasn't until later because it's like, okay, I feel like he was going to steal the, the phone. And then I really knew I was going to the phone. I finally, I've never rode those scooters. And I finally was able to find one that yeah. wasn't dead on the streets or whatever. I finally got one. And I cranked that, that gut, like that They're thing. fast. They boogie. And I went, yeah. He, he would have got that and he would have gotten away. He would have gotten away for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so keep, it, keep your eyes peeled for people trying to steal at the arch. Jeez. But awesome trip. It was a fun trip. Um, but here we are. Here we are. We're back. One last announcement. So we're going to be, so new hangouts will be, uh, uh, the month of May. They're coming. Uh, might try to do some more longer ones and stuff. Might try to change it up. We'll, we'll see what goes on. Uh, new backlog bros coming. Mm-hmm. 
And in the month of May, Dweebs, episode three, titled Conflict, uh, is coming May 23rd, Thursday, May 23rd. Um, So yeah, look forward to that. So that's our podcast. Hope you've enjoyed um, all the Marvel talk, all the PlayStation 5 talk, all the fun. And now... Don't do it. I wish for us to go to close the window of your browser and shut your computers off. Black screen. It's over.